Welcome to Quadrants of Mental Health. I'm your host, AJ. Our guest this evening will be a phone interview. Hi, Sabine. This is AJ. How are you? Doing well. How's it yourself? I'm doing wonderful. I apologize for getting to you too, so late. Um, I had another call come in, and I was trying to end it, but he continued. Another case of mine that I'm working with. Okay. Did you enjoy the... Okay, um, did you enjoy the um, class last night? Yes. And I wanted to say something, but then you said you had to go in the meeting at 8 o'clock, and then I didn't want to start anything before. But then you went over and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fine. My wife was <laughs> taking care of the other line, and we still didn't get in that call until 8.30. We had issues trying to oh, get into wow. that one. But you could have. Feel free at any time. So tell me, what's been going on since we last met? Well, I just uh, to recap, uh, well, I don't know where to start because it was with the child or with my husband. I don't know. Wherever you feel uh, comfortable, whatever excites you the most. Uh, just don't make me okay. cry because I don't have any tissues. Oh. <laughs> no, well, one thing, because you asked me to um, use more... Uh, to, to to use to speak to her uh, like for example to 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 get to get some skills or uh, to tell her don't let anyone define you you're better than this I believe in you I would die for you or life is uh, cannot teach you a life lesson life is try fail and adjust or you have a How good are memory. You going to fix it? Are you, me? Are, are you uh, reading this or are you coming from memory? Right now I'm reading this. Oh, okay, I, okay. Because I was going to yeah. say you have an excellent memory because I remember saying all of those things to you. Right. I, I wrote them down and I use them and I'm memorizing them because I need to. I can tell because when you do your classes, you repeat those all the time and you need to know those. You need to know them. I mean, how am I going to supposed to have a conversation with somebody else and I'm supposed to teach them? So I need to say the same things you say or even Brian Post. You right, know? So I right. Do, I memorize some stuff from Brian. I memorize the regulation and dysregulation part because, and I was even, I was even shocked about myself because the other day I had Eula Scott on the phone. And you know Eula from your class? Yes. So, uh, there is something you can almost cry about because I got an email funny this morning from Eula. Um, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, well, whatever. I was I talk to Eula every once in a while. And um, was she and, on the uh, call last night? Pardon me. Was she was she? on the call last night. Okay. Night. Okay. I thought she was, but it was a different name there under her. It was Victoria. It was her daughter's name. It's oh, okay. Often. I think she used. It's Victoria Scott most of the time, but yeah. her name Victoria is her daughter. Okay, okay. So, what happened with uh, your granddaughter before we go, before we go to Eula Scott? Well, tell me what happened with your granddaughter. Okay, my dad, granddaughter. Um, well, things are going fairly well. Okay, she is. Uh, she is. Uh, we haven't had any uh, outbreaks or so. Not at all. She's still not very. A cooperative with doing things around the house. She's 12. Uh, right. That's what I thought. Um, we had several occasions, though, where I 
what, what did I, I left the house and I said, well, usually she's, that's the strange thing about Ayan and I wonder where, why that is. If I'm in the house and I give her something to do, uh, she probably won't do it. But if I leave and I say, would you mind uh, sweeping the floor for me by the time I get back, uh, she did it. She actually does it. And I'm, I'm surprised why, I'm wondering why, um, why that is. Why is it that I had have to leave the house? She doesn't want to do it in front of me. She doesn't like too much praise at all. Right. Yeah, I can say something one time, but if I say it several times, she doesn't like it at all. Right. Her love language so, is not words of affirmation. That's, yeah, that's not her love language. Know. That's not how she feels Ayana love. Was, right. Ayana was not, uh, is not willing yet to do the love language with me, but my daughter did. The love language test, she's not willing to do it? No. Yana's, okay. Well, based on her behaviors, based on her behaviors, which, what do you think her love language is? What does she like to do? Uh, I think her love language is, is gifts. Uh, she's a 12-year-old. She likes to get things. Is it gifts? Uh, but, only, but only when... Um, when it's something she wants. So I can't just give her a gift. That well, that's not, well, I, her love language is not gifts then. Oh. Oh, well, then I guess. You, I know, you know what I think her love uh, language is? More than anything, quality time. It, it is, exactly. She enjoys spending time with her friends. You say how she feels when she comes back to your house, and then she she much rather be with you than to be home alone. Quality time seems to be hers, just spending time with her. And you don't necessarily have to talk to for that to be her best. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be, let's get together so that we can talk, 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 talk. Her just being present, just knowing that you're there, it might be enough for her. But is it enough for you? Yes, because I'm, uh, I, I learned a lot from you and I talking. Um, it's that I I need to take care of myself first. And I always, you know, the last time we spoke, it was that I do, I to constantly try, try for her to be with me and try to get her out of that room. And you said uh, that it wouldn't, I, I need to take care of myself first because sometimes, and that's true, and my daughter mentioned that about me, um, working with you gets, I, I, I learned a lot about me, um, and that, I think that's the whole purpose of all the classes you're doing, by the way. I really Absolutely. Think it aims, it Absolutely. Aims to the parent, it aims to the person and not to the child, really. Um, and Brian Post does the same thing. I mean, everything I'm looking at and, li and listening to right now, it, I really get it. It's not about them. It's always to start with us. Yes. Um, which is pretty, yeah, it, it, it's kind of counterintuitive because that's not what we are taught, is it? Right. We, we are taught to take care <laughs> of everybody else yeah. and please everyone else. But when we do self-care, you, you, you teach such an awesome responsibility that she has for herself, you know, right, right. mind, body, spirit, and finances. So you want to teach her those things. So what did she, how, what was her response? I know her love language may not be words of affirmation. You don't want to affirm her too much. But what was her kind of res general response to some of the things that you've said to her since we last talked? 
did she bristle up and shut down? Did she, did she, was she kind of neutral or did she get excited? What, what was, do you recall? She, she stays neutral. Okay. And, and then she goes through these moves too. She, um, she might get funny she, when she's relaxed, when she's in a regulated state, she is actually a clown. She's very funny, uh-huh. uh, but she, uh, she goes through moods. Um, but what teenager you notice not moody? What, what 12-year-old would you notice not moody? I would like to meet that person. If you know of a 12-year-old that's not moody, you know, but you you know, you want to avoid the highs and the lows and those and those dips. I get that. And, you know, that's why speaking their love language is important and giving them some space and giving them some time is important. And those are some of the skill sets that you're learning. You're saying they're not moody. They are moody. All of them. I don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know any teenager that's not moody. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, that's just the yeah, nature yeah. of who they are. Well, she said. She said that um, she's bipolar, and uh, she's I'm, not I don't bipolar. Know if I, respond, I, I. I. I didn't. I didn't really. I. I said no. You're just moody. Uh, I think her mother said to her that she's bipolar. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. So I did. I said to her, "No, we don't let I other don't people define that. us. You know, we what, what, we don't let other people define us. Say. You know, we mm-hmm. don't. You know, we don't let labels. You know, why would she put a label on herself? You know, she does that all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. she puts a lot of labels on herself. Well, she's doing and a lot I of times for your say. reaction, just to hear what you're going to say, or how you're going to respond to it. I can tell you that much. Okay. She wants attention. Yeah, you're right. She wants your attention. Remember, behaviors mm-hmm. is a language that states I need attention and I need to be taught. Right. That's and that's another one of your uh, other things I I'm uh, start, I'm starting to memorize. Do you want my advice? And that I promised her to stop talking, and. I'm feeling stressed uh-huh. right now. And how do you feel? And what else? So is it working? The, the how, one, pardon me? How is it working for you? When you, you use some of those techniques, are you getting My a positive friend. response, a neutral response, or is she flat? I don't, I don't get negative responses anymore. Well, that's and good. That's like, that's very good. You know, that's that very good. A real difference. Yeah. And my daughter came to visit the other day, and it worked almost perfect. At the very end when she left, uh, I said something that, again, I didn't say general enough, and she felt, you know, when you said to me, they feel me, and it's, they just feel me, I don't even have to say it in a certain way, it's just that she can feel it. Right. That... Um, so I'm paying much more attention to that. Right. And uh, and my daughter did the test, the love language test, and she said uh, she's also acts of service. Acts of service. Okay. Well, right. yeah, because you take care of her daughter for her. I guess. I don't know. You do. Does, it, does her daughter stay with you most of the time? Yeah, my granddaughter is not here today. She's been gone for the last two days, two and a half days. She went back home because she says she wants to go home. I think she wants to go home because she has Netflix there, 
and she well, she stays up until two or three o'clock in the morning watching TV, and her mom will allow that. Yeah, and you need a break too yeah. from time to time. Yeah, it's it's nice to uh, be able to read more and to study more and to do the things I like. You said to take care of myself. Exactly, yeah. those things are important yeah. to 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 break. Give her a break. So when you come back together, you have a different perspective. You know, it, it takes time. It's the process. Remember, we always talk about that process, change occurring through process. The process exactly. will dictate the outcome. So you you, exactly. you you are putting in a new process and you're starting to get fruit from it. But I will tell you, it's still try, fail, and adjust. Exactly. Okay? And that's that's your challenge because you, yeah. want it, you want it to go right all the time. But sometimes you may mess up, and that's okay because you can fall down and you can get back up. You know, and if you do it right 20 days out of the month, and I, I'm quite sure normal brain would say, well, things been going good. She messed up one time. I can forgive her for that. You know, because you've made so many deposits into her rice bowl. You've made so many deposits into her life that one mistake is not going to be detrimental. But if it's wrong, right, wrong, right, wrong, wrong, right, wrong, right, then it, it stresses everybody out. You know, so I would just say, keep doing what you're doing. With, I will. With I regards really will to her. Yeah. It works, works but you, so but, much. It but even you, works with adults, with my friends. With amen. People I just need. Um, and, of course, you know, you were mentioning the um, sitting down and praying for wisdom. Uh -huh. I think that that's huge, too, because nothing I can do from my own strength and I realized that it makes very big difference. And and and, and you, what I hear a lot of because of your notes and what you've been doing and going through and starting to experience is consciousness coming to you. You know, yes. you you're thinking before you respond. You're thinking before you interact or engage. And that's powerful right there. Just to be able to take that ten seconds, thirty seconds to breathe and think about it makes all the difference in the world you know it does it, it really does it really does so you, you, you are doing a lot it, of good things for me it really does yeah and like you said yeah. it affects every relationship so i always ask parents this question who benefits when you grow and answer is everyone everyone that's right that's exactly right. That's All exactly your relationships exactly will change because now I'm listening more, you know, and sometimes the right word at the right time can mean more than talking for 20 minutes. And that's a process. That's a skill that you have to develop. You know, I talk about in class, a lot of times you get knowledge, you practice, then you develop the skill set. And then once the skill is there, then you develop another level of discernment where you start seeing things before they happen. You will know you can read the, the temperature of the room or the conversation with people. You can tell because sometimes it's not what they say. Sometimes it's not what they say is what they don't say that you will hear. Right. Yeah. You're doing great. This is what I, our fourth, have, fourth session. I have learned so much from you. I have learned so, so much from you. And even 
Um, when I do something that is wrong, I mean, first of all, the house now, I, I mean, Greg and I, and we have the notes around the house, it's a uh, dry scale and uh, adjust. That's huge for us. It's, it's, it's huge for Greg and I, because now when I fail, I know I need to adjust it. I, I, I was not really too much about condemnation anyways. I am more convicted, the kind of person who gets convicted and starts crying. And, uh, but it really helps a lot. So the other day when we were together at uh, our Bible study, it, uh, my husband, I asked my husband to, well, he never wants to read from the Bible. He always asks me to read. Oh, and really? So I, yeah. And so I asked him to read. Well, the Bible did person, the facilitator asked, uh, for, for the first time, he said, Greg or Sabine can read. So I heard that, and it was on the Zoom meeting, and then I asked Greg to read. And all of a sudden, he couldn't focus anymore because he didn't want to, he was worried about the reading part. That's what I said. And um, it, it bothered me because then then he, he wouldn't pay attention to the class. He was just worried about what he had to read. And so I, I got snippy with him. I tell you, I, I was not regulated at, at all. Thank God we know the difference between regulation and dysregulation. It brought a lot of aware, awareness to me. That I have memorized very well. Oh, I know exactly what it means. And, uh, and I can teach somebody else. That's how good I have it memorized. Uh, well, however, I, I let it... We ended up that I actually read the text from the Bible because of my behavior, which was very wrong. However, when you finished, when the class was finished, we, we shut the Zoom meeting off, and I said to him, uh, I apologize for my snippiness, and, and then I said, so why do you think, why do you think I, I, I acted the way I acted? Uh, and he said to me immediately, because you would have been embarrassed that I read it wrong. And that was not the reason. But this is how he perceived me, and this is, I guess this is how he thought I feel, but it was not the reason. So what, what I reason? knew that he was going back into his pain, and I knew I was going back into my pain, uh, so we tried to both together figure out where we regressed to, okay? Okay. And believe it. We were doing well. I think we did really well. I mean, he regressed to a time, it was about 13 years ago, when he he spoke in church, and one of the women in church, he, he misspelled a word. He mispronounced a word. Yes. And one of the women brought that up. And uh, she was, like, making fun of him, like a little bully kind of and since that day, he didn't want to read anymore. She she tried and, to correct him. And, and that was, and, and he, he had to admit it. He had to say it out loud. And me, I regress in the, into fear that he's going to miss the class. Because he does, you know, I, I regress in fear that people miss classes because they're on the phone or they're doing something else. To avoid. There's another... Pardon me? He, he, he would do something to avoid the class. Yeah, maybe avoid or, or just not paying attention. Yes. And, and that bothers me. So I've been into that uh, state. Um, 
So, so where did that come from for you? Pardon me? Where did that come from for you? He, he was able to pinpoint it back to a specific time or period in his life. Where, where did that come from for you that he was going to avoid or miss the class in the future? Had he done that because, before? That's an excellent question. Do you know where that comes from? Where? Him and I, we've been taking so many classes in the last 12 years. Yes. I mean, so, so many. And we'll go in the class. And we come out of the class and nothing changes. I mean, it's like he's never even attended. Oh, wow. Yes. It's like he knows nothing about it. If I would ask him a week later, what did we learn at the marriage seminar or blah, 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 he knows he remembers nothing. And and uh, that is, that's my fear, you know. Here you go. You uh, we, we do all these things and you remember nothing. But, you know, now it's different. Um, now since he's in AJ's class, He's doing really, really good. I mean, I, we are both doing really good. We, we are more aware of what you just said. We're more conscious of our actions and what we do, and we really strive um, to study more and to memorize things more, and especially I see it in him. Yes. He is so, he has, I, I can't even explain it. I mean, I, I don't even know why I was worried about him um, but can you help me with that anyways? Because he does have a whole lot of insecurities in this area. And I don't want to discourage him, uh-huh. but uh, I do want to, I do want him to step up a little bit more and, and not be so afraid. But I do not now because we wrote everything down and he wrote all the stuff down that he experienced in his childhood. I do get it. I mean, now I understand so much more than before. I, I can't even. I mean, I could just praise you and, and that God brought you in our lives for all day long, 24-7. It's just amazing what kind of difference your teaching brought to our lives. It's, it, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just, I, I just thank God for you. I really do. Well, thank Lord, you, I want to bring the glory to him because I understand that you are not the person who wants to have that uh, saying, I mean that you you are the, you feel that way too. You yes. know that you want to glorify God for all the things yes. you do, and I feel that, and we know that. Yes. So my question is, uh, when he, when you decided to take over the reading, he was best. He he felt uncomfortable. You took over the reading, but you guys were able to go back and process that experience and learn from it. So what, what do you think you would do differently next time? That's the part I'm not sure of. I was going to ask you. Okay. Should well, I just here, ignore it? Here's something, here's something that you want to, you know, you want to ask him is what's the worst that can happen when you make a mistake? Oh, are, are you going to one. die? Are you going to be put in the okay. hospital? <laughs> are you going to, you know, what's the worst that can happen if you make a mistake? Okay. And then what's the, what's the benefit of making a mistake? What do you think the worst thing could happen? Somebody could say something. Does that really matter? Or would it matter more that we learn from the word? And if, I, if I mispronounce a word or I enunciate a word incorrectly, then I will learn how to do it correctly, right? That's the best right. thing that could happen from it. So I learn, I grow. What is life? 
What's my mantra for life? Try, fail, and adjust. As long as you're willing to make the adjustments, you win. And a lot of people don't right. think of life like that way. So, so what? You make a mistake. He needs to, number one, I would say don't take yourself so seriously. We all make mistakes. Laugh at it sometimes. Maybe you might be the first one to laugh. Uh, you know, or, or make it funny. But at the end of the day, that's, the worst thing that could happen is you learn. Remember, um, I think I said this last week, and I stole it from John Maxwell. He said, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah, I like that. Man. Isn't that powerful? Right. That's the worst that could happen. He will learn. So why would you rob him of the opportunity to learn by right. taking over for him? Because, because the feeling that he got was genuine when you took over. You were in, he felt as though you were embarrassing. He was embarrassing you. That was not your intent. No, I didn't. I didn't feel about that. I, not, not at all. But he that's not your it. intent, but that's how he felt because you took over. He learns more by failing than through success. What you can do is this. Honey, why don't you read more at home to me? You read a chapter, I read a chapter. You read out loud, I read out loud. So now he gets in the habit of what? Reading out loud. You know, you that's read a page, I read a page. So now he's practicing to develop what? Skill. That's exactly what I've been doing. I've asked, I've, I asked him to read out loud to me. Yeah. And you read to and him. And he does. Because see, now he can, he can follow along and see how to enunciate, pronounce words. I mean, it, you know, it's like this. Reading is a skill. And the more you read, the better you get at it. The more you read, the faster you get at it. But if you stop reading for long periods of time, especially reading out loud, you lose that skill. Right. You know, you're not going to be at that professional level or that high eighth grade level or whatever level you want to equate it to. So you need to develop that muscle again. It's just like if I'm lifting weights today, I can curl 100 pounds. But if I haven't touched weights in three years, I might be able to do 25 pounds. Exactly. It doesn't mean that I can't get back to 100, but. This is where I'm at right now. So he needs to not take himself so seriously. And you need to allow him to fail. Yes, I do. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a visual. Okay. Okay. When he falls, when he fails, he would much rather get a hand reaching down to pull him up than a foot in his face. When he failed, when he was, let's say he mispronounced a few words. So what? Right? When you took over, that was a foot in the face to him. Oh, I must be embarrassing her. That's but what he thought. That's right. not a, but if, I, he, I if he read the, the passage, if he read the chapter, if he read whatever it was, let's say it was a paragraph and he read it. Good job, honey. You'll get it. You'll get it right next time. Great job. Thank you for trying. That was not my issue. I had no problem with him reading at all. The issue was so that why did you take the over? Reading, the reading was that he wanted me to. The reading 
It was at the very end of the class. Oh, he wanted you to that. take over. So he would not pay attention to anything because he wanted to practice the reading all the way to the end of the class. Oh, okay. So he, that was my issue, that uh, that he's going to miss the class. Uh-huh. And we just figured out that I was, why, why did I regress to that? It's because every time you take classes, he doesn't remember anything right. because he doesn't pay attention. So that, that's where I regress to. I guess it, I guess I should have just let him miss the class. I mean, it's, well, it's just one I think more it, class. I think it worked out the way it was, it was supposed to work out yesterday or whenever, whenever you did it. It, it, it was Sunday. It, it went exactly the way it was supposed to. So you had an opportunity to, to observe, observe his behavior, identify where is it coming from, his fear, right? And you were able, right. to, and you were able to process it. So now, if you know that it's a behavior pattern, you say, okay, what can we do to interrupt this behavior pattern? Hey, let's read at home more. Get him in the habit of reading. So if he starts to feel comfortable, you know, and let him know, it's okay to fail. This is how we learn. You know, you encourage it. You know? Right, and I'm I'm gonna add another one to my list. Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. That's right. Yep, I'm going to add that one. That and what's awesome. the worst that can happen when you make a mistake? The worst. What's the worst? Right. Somebody's right. going to laugh at you. Well, you laugh first. Beat them to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said right. last night, AJ's not perfect. And I know everybody that takes my class don't like me. I'm okay. Yeah, I heard that. I'm okay. Yeah, that's that's the ones who probably made to go to your class, but they don't, if they actually come, I bet you I'm hoping and I'm praying that half of them will change their mind during the class because it's not about, it's, it's just about themselves. Everybody's going to, it's just so amazing. Oh, by the way, I have, um, I work, you know, at, uh, at my work is I'm, I'm, I'm the help desk person. I help people when they have issues with technology yes. at Chesterfield County Public School. So this morning I had uh, somebody on the phone who didn't know how to uh, log on to her computer, and I just helped her with it. And um, after 30 minutes or so, we started talking about things, about different things. And I suggested, uh, because we have financial advisors at, at school, and I, I don't know how he got to the money thing. I think he asked something, and then I said, oh, did you ever take advantage of our financial advisor? Because if you are not working for the school system, it will be $600, and if you work for the school system, it's for free. And I said, if you would like to get that information, I'd be more than happy to send it to you. And she said, yes. And then I said, and since we are talking about how I can help you in certain areas, do you happen to have any... Um, grandchildren or children because I'm right now attending this class with A.J. Johnson. It just made a huge difference in my life. And so the woman said, yes, she was interested. And that's when she found out who I was because I used to work with her about 14 years ago. Oh, and my. She, she was, yes, it's just through all that. She said, hey, are you still being there? And I said, yes. That's what, and she was so Excited to, and, and so she took everything down. Her and her her daughter has um, three children. I think one is eight, and the other are two or four or something. And she said she will. Um, I haven't had time to send it to her yet, but she will come on Monday night to your meeting. So I have two there, 
And then I have a neighbor who has a son, and they have some um, challenges, and she said she would be coming too. That's awesome. Like I always yeah. say, the greatest compliment ever given is the referral of a friend. I appreciate that. That really yeah. means a lot to me that you, you feel that confident in my ability to, to do that, you know. Because some people take Absolutely. the class, some people take the class and that's it, which is fine, you know, if, if they've gotten what they need out of it. But, you know, when you refer other people, that is so awesome to me. It's humbling very well, much so. I really do it because I think if if they get out what I got out of it or if they just get a little bit out of it and they can... <laughs> They can, you know, examine themselves like yes. we did, do or did. Yes. Uh, it makes this, it makes a difference in their life. And don't we all want the best for others? Um, that's why I'm so. That's why I'm really, I'm really strong on that. And if they just leave and got nothing out of it, that's fine. But we have to, to, uh, we have to sow the seed. Right. Right. You're 100 percent correct. Yeah. So, yeah, and so I, with your I, husband, I really believe that you sow some really cool seeds. I mean, really nice seeds. Um, because what is it? It's something with the seed, and then when you when it grows, it. I mean, like some of the seeds that they're so tiny, like Mustard super seed. tiny, and then they go they grow into these huge trees. Yes. And what's inside the the that um, genetics inside of that seed is so humongously huge yes. and we don't even think about it so if we just throw that little seed and we move on and the next person comes and then that seed grows it's just uh mind-blowing yes it is yeah. so so what other like. revelations have you gotten with your husband my other revelations with my husband yes Eddie. Uh, we had some really good times together He's actually here right now. Okay. Uh, he just popped in. Uh, we started uh, the You and Me book. Awesome. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> We're doing that. So are, you, are you enjoying doing and, that? Uh, I like it a lot. At first, he, he didn't really understand it. He just wrote, like, general stuff. Yes. Like, my wife is a good wife. And I'm, I'm like, no, that's not the way we're supposed to write it. I'm sure that it's supposed to be like a letter I, I just to me directly. Is right. that correct? Or yes. It could be a letter. It could be a poem. It could be a thought. It could be a thought for the day. It could be anything. A thought yeah. for today, right? Yeah. So I, when I started writing, I kind of. I kind of really like it. I don't know. I usually never wrote that much. I just started with something just simple. And then I just go on and uh, think about other things he did for me or um, just things. It's just, it works out for me very well because I can just, I'm, I'm always like that. I can just keep writing. And you can put and your for hope. Him it's, for him, it's a little bit more challenging, but, um, yeah. but he, it, it makes him think. Right. That's what we want to do. And That's what it's going to do, it should eliminate and reduce some of the fear that we have. You know, because a lot, of men, a lot of men are afraid to fail. We don't want to fail in front of our wives. And you have to give yeah. them permission to do that. You know, it's okay. We I learn. Know. We learn. You know, we always, right. we're all students. So you write, you know, you might write two pages. You might write a paragraph. To God be the and glory. That's, That's okay. That's exactly fine. That's okay. I think he puts that pressure on him. It's not no, me. Gregory, not I don't expect from you to 
to uh, write two pages. Uh, it's fine if you write two pages. It could be a scripture. It could be a scripture, something that's really on his mind, you know. You know, but I want right. I want it to be an expression of your love for one another. That's that's where God gets the glory because you know we have we have responsibilities to the marriage. It's a covenant relationship, so we want we want to honor that. And a lot of times right. we we don't value the relationship. We get caught in the conflict. We get caught in the struggle, and then we go into survival mode, and our brain shuts down, and we're stressed out all the time, and we forget that I married this person. Right. You know? And things aren't, yes, survival mode. I think yesterday I wrote that down. Some people's adopted behavior patterns, adopted behavior patterns to survive and not to thrive. Oh, right. Yes. You said that. Yes. And then, that sounds great and, when you say it, though. <laughs> wow. And seek first to understand, then to be understood. Amen. That's Stephen Covey. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, yes, it, it sounds great. Yeah. Change will occur through a process. The process will dictate the outcome. Yes. Well, the you know, first you know. step in change is seeking to understand. In times of stress, we all regress. And, I, you know, you say it every time in every class, and it's good because we keep hearing it, keep hearing it. Yes. And once we know all of them, we can actually help others as well. Amen. 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 You know, one of my favorite um, parts in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was um, begin with the end in mind. Right. And that was you're at your funeral. What do you want your spouse to say about you? What do you want your children to say about you? Exactly. I read that. That that right there was very sobering. uh That was very sobering for me. I said, oh, my goodness, I need to shut my mouth. You know? And be yeah, concise. It, made, it made a huge difference in me too. Yeah. They're not gonna talk about you. They're not gonna talk about how much you cleaned the house. They're gonna say other things. And, oh, most and, definitely. And that really changed my um, perspective as well. Amen. Amen. Yes. That, that's that yes. was Those very sober. Pretty good. Yeah, that's that's why I encourage people to read because you find yourself. You really discover a sense of self. That was the end of part one for this episode. So continue listening to part two of this fantastic interview to hear more. Also, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Quadrant Studios One to stay connected to our growth in the Richmond area and beyond.